I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be relationship deal breakers. Well, I've got an email here from a woman. She's been dating her boyfriend off and on for about five years now. She's left him four times, and she's gone back five times now. They have teenage daughters that are roughly the same age, both of them do, from different relationships and they get along really great. Their kids do, that is. So that's an added bonus, which, you know, in situations where you've got kids from different relationships, you know, that can be some, you know, a source of friction for a lot of couples, but in this case, it's not. But he's got one flaw that is a real issue for her, and he has a drug of choice that he does. She says it's not weed, it's something else. Maybe it's something a little hardcore, I don't know, heroin. She doesn't say. It could be coke. I don't know, but the bottom line is he says he's not doing it, won't do it, but yet she knows where to look because she he basically keeps it in the same place as his friends do and his friends do the same kind of drugs. Remember, I say all the time, people who like the same things tend to like each other, like attracts like. And so this boyfriend of hers has other guys that like to do these kinds of things and she's done it in the past with him to please him but she doesn't feel good about it and she's decided that this shit just absolutely does not work for me and she doesn't want to do it but she's like we got he's got so much potential and there's so many great things about him and plus their kids get along as well so she's in a really difficult situation plus she's in her mid 40s and she's thinking i mean i should know better basically at the, at the age that i'm at but Everybody struggles with this. It's like not just your intimate relationships, but it's your friendships or maybe your business partnerships. And it's like all throughout my life as I've become more confident, more comfortable in my own skin, hanging out with the kinds of people that I really want to hang out with. It's like when I look at like all my high school friends, a lot the ones that weren't really striving to achieve anything and they didn't really have much ambition. They just kind of slowly faded out of my life. Now, they're great people. I love them to death. But at the end of the day, when you think about it, being successful at anything in life, whether it's a career or building your business or relationship, you're, you're going to have people that you're just simply going to outgrow. As much as you care, care about them and love them, if they're not making progress in their life. In other words, if you're kind of pulling away from them, so to speak, it's just the natural tendencies. People can feel you slipping away and they're naturally going to try to drag you back down to their level or keep you at their level because when they see that, they, not only do they fear losing you, but what happens is you become like a giant reflection back to them. In other words, if you become really successful or you're striving to be successful, then you're basically a reflection to them of how they're not successful. And that makes them feel uncomfortable. And so what they typically try to do is sabotage your success or talk you into being just like them. If you got friends that are you're in a relationship and you got friends that are single and they want to party all the time, they're always going to be trying to get you to go out and go party and go drinking and do those kinds of things with them, even though that might not appeal to you. And vice versa, when you have friends that are in relationships, whether it's a good relationship that they're in or a bad relationship, they want everybody else to get into a relationship because it makes them feel better 
about the choices that they've made. And if you have friends who have really crappy relationships or they're with mediocre people and you're wrestling trying to determine whether or not you should stay with the person you are because they don't really do it for you, if you go to that person who has a mediocre kind of relationship, they're going to give you all kinds of excuses why you should settle and stick with the person that you're really with because they've made that same kind of decision. So it's very important the people that you surround yourself with because it's like what Tony Robbins says, the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the expectations of your peer group and it's also in direct proportion to the quality of the people who you consistently spend your time with. And obviously this one really cares about this guy but obviously the, the drug problem is a real issue. And on top of that, she's got her teenage daughter. They've, they've lived together on numerous occasions when things have been going well. That's not a good positive influence that you want on your, your teenagers having people like that because then they see that you hang out with people like that and you're doing the kinds of things that they're doing, especially if it's like hardcore drugs. That's what you're teaching your kids and those are the kind of people that you're teaching your kids to hang around. But if you want more for yourself and you want more for your children, unfortunately at times you're going to have to back away from those kinds of situations. And it can be sad when you look back as you get older and you look back in your life all the people that have come and gone. But the bottom line is the universe will bring you people that have similar goals, that have similar values. But you've got to be willing to let people go from your life who just are not going to help you get to where you want to be because if you have if you're surrounded by people whose goals and where they want to be 5 10 15 20 years from now isn't even close to being the same direction or place that you see yourself in it's hard enough getting there and staying on the on the path if you got people who are used to settling and you're trying to better yourself they're going to constantly be giving you reinforcement of settling because that's what they've done and if by getting everybody around them to do the same thing and make the same choices, it justifies their mediocre vanilla way of living, if you will. But if you hang out with people who are more successful than you are, who have more money, who have better quality relationships, who have better quality friends, they'll literally pull you up to their level. It's like if you want to become a better tennis player, play with people who are better at tennis or if you want to be a better golfer. Play with people who are better golfers than you are. So I have a quote that I wrote and I'm going to go through her email and see what's going on. And the quote says, in all of your personal and professional relationships, you have one fundamental decision to make about the way people are. Can I accept them with all of their flaws, faults, shortcomings, idiosync and idiosyncrasies instead of trying to change them? Or expecting them to change in the future. <clears throat> People don't change who they are. They may become a better version of themselves over time, but it's not your job to fix them or make excuses for their bad habits, such as drug or alcohol abuse, dishonesty, cheating, or generally having low expectations and standards for themselves. You should date people for who they really are, not their potential. Remember the quote about that Ayn Rand said, you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. And that's partly what this, what you'll see in a minute when I go through her email, that that's kind of what she's doing. 
Why? When you want reality or other people to be different than they really are, you will suffer. It's hard to leave someone you truly love and care about when they simply cannot live up to your expectations and values, but in the long run, it's always better to focus on finding someone who matches your ideal instead of trying to polish a turd. So many people do this. So many men and women do this. They, you see women get into relationships with guys who are married. Vice versa, you see guys get into relationships and have affairs with women who are married. And they keep buying the BS line that things are going to change just a little bit more time. And the bottom line is the person that they're involved with just simply has no integrity. And by focusing on your outcome and the type of person, the type of relationship you want to have, instead of trying to make that person into what you want or convincing them to be the way you want, you'll be able to, to let that go and move towards what you want instead of sitting around waiting for that person to change, which just people don't change who they are. It's like I said in the quote, they may become a better version of themselves, but they don't change who they really are. A dishonest person who cheats, who lies, who tends to be narcissistic and selfish, that's the way they're always going to be. And if they're an adult, like especially in this case, this guy's like 45 years old, or he's 46 actually, I mean he's been emotionally conditioned to be this way his whole life. And she's already given five years of her life to this guy and what's changed? And plus on top of that, he's lying about it. So she says, hi, Corey, I've been seeing a guy for five years on and off and just reading that sentence makes me feel embarrassed because, yes, I've left four times and gone back a fifth. So it's like deep down, she kind of already knows what she should do. But again, if you've got friends that if she's got a bunch of girlfriends that are settling and have mediocre relationships or are dating guys that have similar kinds of problems, maybe her girlfriends don't have boyfriends who had drug problems but maybe they're lazy as hell and they don't take care of themselves or they hate their jobs and they're just they think oh this guy's so great he could be so awesome if he just applied himself or if he just changed his job so it's like they're trying to fix people and you should definitely i would for the woman who wrote in i would definitely look up codependency because if you it's such an interesting topic because if you came from a family where there's drug or alcohol abuse or there's something, psychological problems or whatever, and everybody in the family just tends to cover it up and sweep shit under the rug or people have problems that you grew, may have grown up in a, in a family like that and everybody's always trying to fix, fix their problems or change things, without realizing it, you'll be attracted to that same kind of of relationship dynamic and that's one of, the, one of the types of questions I start asking people when I, I hear them tell me about these kinds of situations. I ask them to tell me about you – know, I see, I explain that to them. I give them some links to go look it up and then when they start thinking about it, there's usually some kind of pattern because all of us human beings, we're the result of patterns. We learn behavior. We learn from whoever we grow up around. We learn how they behave in relationships. We learn how they are when it comes to career. And we tend to go and model the same things that they do. And we think when you grow up and you're a little kid, you think that is the way things are. And it's not until you get a little older 
that you realize that's not how the world really works. Mom and dad didn't know everything. She says, I'm 45 and he's 46 and it's definitely an age group that should know better by now. When we were together in family mode and things couldn't be more perfect, we had so much fun with his two daughters and my daughter who are all around the age of 15. So even their kids, they have similar goals, similar values because they're the same age. More likely, I assume they're probably going to, to the same school. Maybe they have some of the same friends. So there's a lot in common there. And if, if she's dated a lot of different men over the years, trying and has dated other people who have kids, more than likely you're going to run across situations where the kids just don't like each other. And that makes it even harder, or especially like when you have in-laws that don't get along or don't like each other like my family was. My mother's parents hated my dad and my dad's parents hated my mom and her family. And it just it was made it a real fucking shit show around the holidays. She says, I've lived with this guy three times and now we live separately. He owns his own house and I rent. Last time I lived at his home, he charged me rent $200 a week. She says, yes, I know what you're thinking. What the fuck? Well, maybe that's part of your contribution to the bills. I, I don't know what you guys had worked out. But at the end of the day, if you're working and you're earning income, you should be able to contribute something to the monthly household. Unless you're a stay-at-home mom and he pays all the bills, that's a different story. So whether it's like you're paying a portion of the mortgage or you're just paying rent, the rent goes towards utilities and lawn service and pool service and all those things. But again, that's it's all about what you negotiate and what you set up ahead of time. She says, I was, but I did it anyway. I love this man with my heart and soul, and I totally, I'm sure you do. He continues to tell me he feels the same and how I make him want to be a better man. Anyway, I just finished it with him again because of his substance abuse. I'm too ashamed to say exactly which one it is, but I'm questioning myself once again on whether I've made the right choice. Well, like Gerald Salente of the Trends Research Institute says, current events form future trends. And if you've been with this guy for five years off and on and he's had drug problems the whole time, and on top of that, his friends are like that, well, more than likely five years from now, he's going to be like that. And it's not your job to fix him. And if you have some kind of a background or a history with family members that had substance abuse or family members that had weird habits that everybody was always apologizing for, if mom was always verbally abusive to everybody in the family and everybody just kind of covered that up and changed the subject or put up with it or made excuses for it, instead of sitting down and saying, hey, don't talk to me that way, it's not cool, you'll get into relationships with people who are verbally abusive in the same way just because that feels normal to you. Like for me, I grew up in a family where there's no affection. There's no I love you's. There's no hugs, no nothing. And so when I was younger without realizing it, I was seeking out women that were in situations where they either had boyfriends or they weren't interested. And if I thought if I just liked them enough and was nice enough and I did enough things for them that they would like me. And it never worked out that way. But because I was emotionally conditioned to think and feel that way, that felt totally normal to me 
because I never got any affection and love in the family that I grew up in. He feels I should be able to accept that one flaw because all of his friends, single or married, do it as well and accept it of each other and they are all very happy and maintain a responsible lifestyle. So it's his way of – I mean that tells you that's his model of the world. That's – remember, people will act consistently with who they view themselves to be and whether that view is accurate or not. So he's like, hey, all my friends are this way. This is the way I am is what he's communicating. That's his truth. That's what he really feels. He doesn't see anything wrong with it. And any you can talk to anybody who's an addiction specialist and helps people with, with these kinds of things and they'll all tell you unless the person gets to a point where they say, hey, I need help or this doesn't work for me. I'm not going to do this shit anymore. And unless they decide they want to get off the drugs, no amount of you being a great girlfriend is going to make him want to do that. He has to decide that. But if his friends all do it and he thinks it's normal and he's, I mean, he's 46 years old at this point, that's the way he is. That's the way he views it. Even if he says, I'll give it up for you, I'll give those drugs up for you, he's always going to go back and do it. When I was growing up in the 80s, if you have heard of the band called the Bee Gees, well, there was a, the, one of the younger brothers. All, all four of the brothers from that family were incredibly musically talented. And Andy Gibb was the, the young one, young, good-looking, had all these hits in the, in the 70s and the early 80s. And he was dating a very famous woman at the time, Victoria Principal. I can't remember if it was coke or – he was did, did all kinds of drugs. And she basically – she was in the same thing. She went back and forth, back and She loved the shit out of this guy. He was a handsome dude. He was successful. He was a brilliant musician. But she's like, you got a choice. Either choose me or choose the drugs. And she's like, he chose the drugs. And he ended up dying of an OD a few years later. She just got to a point where she's like, I've given him enough chances. He's obviously – He's made his choice. He didn't – even if he went to rehab or said, I'm not going to do this anymore, he always went back because that was his nature. And unfortunately, it killed him. But she stood up for herself and said, mm, that's it. Enough is enough. I've done it with him as well to please him but then beat myself up with shame and just know it's not right for me. Well, if you know it's not right for you, that is your truth. For him, his truth is these drugs are okay and you should just get over it. But for you, you're like, I don't want anything to do with it and I don't want to teach this to my daughter that this is okay as well. And that's the most important thing because if you're bringing your daughter around that, that's what you're telling her. That's what you're teaching her that it's okay to date men like this. And if you don't do something about this now, you're creating a situation where your daughter may grow up and go out and date the same kind of guys that have the same problems as you have. What your daughter really needs to see is you with a guy who's got his shit together. But the only way you can meet a guy like that and have that kind of a relationship that you want is if you create a space for them. But you can't create a space if you're putting the vibe into the universe that it's okay that you date a guy who's got a drug problem. That's reality. It's just like expecting – I mean I've, I've broken up with girlfriends over the years for all kinds of reasons. I'm very into taking care of my body and, and eating healthy and exercise and I'm not always perfect with it. But I, I've gone out with women that you're know, like, oh, I totally agree with all the stuff you teach about dating, relationships. 
But yet, when it comes to eating healthy, it's like, oh, that's stupid. I don't want to do that. And they're, you know, they want to get, you know, beer all the time or wine all the time. Or it's like, I don't mind drinking every once in a while, but I don't want it to be a habit like where every single freaking time I go out, we're drinking or we're eating fried food or we're eating crap. It's just not what I want. I don't want that kind of influence. I want somebody that'll. It's like the kind of women I really like dating and having relationships or they share similar values when it comes to health and eating right and or dating women that will talk things out versus women that want to argue and create problems or they get defensive or they get buttered over the littlest thing. It's like you have to know who you are and what you want and what your minimum standards are going to be. And once you know that and you're comfortable with that, you can't tolerate the bullshit in your life. And as hard as it is, as much as I'm, I know you love this guy, it's like, you know, I've had several girlfriends I love the shit out of. And it's tough. It's tough to end a relationship, but you got to look at the person for who they really are. You can't expect them to change and say, hey, it's been a great experience. I'm going to remember these memories for the rest of my life. It's fucking spectacular. I don't have personally I don't have any regrets in life. I mean it's amazing all the experiences. I look at everything that happens in life, good, bad, everything as it's what made me who I am. You can't feel bad about yourself or guilty. It's really about becoming strong enough to be who you are and not be influenced by people that are trying to drag you down to their level because most of the people you're going to encounter in life are going to have low standards. And they're going to want to keep you at their level. You've got to be really careful about who you allow into your inner circle. I no longer want to do it and there are some drugs of choice I accept for him to do but just not the one he thinks he has a handle on. I got him off chronic but I can't get him off this one. What does that tell you? That Her mentality is I got to fix him. I got to make this guy into what I want. And if I could just fix this part about him, he'd be perfect. More than likely, there was somebody in her childhood or in her family that everybody was trying to fix or cover up for whatever it happened to be that they were – maybe they were a hoarder. They hoarded all kinds of shit. I had a little business partner who was like that. The guy had three different houses and there were like sheds out behind every single house. Every one of them was full of crap and he had padlocks on it and he rented these things out and he told his tenants like you can't touch what goes in the shed. It was just garbage. It's just crap. It's like, hey, it was a piece of, you know, a three foot two by four. I may need this someday. I mean, he would literally go to garage sales and go, I might need this someday and buy stuff. He'd be thinking, what the fuck? I remember him telling me one time, one of his tenants cut the padlock off because in open it looked in there, and he he took half the shit out and stuck it out by the road so the garbage man could pick it up. He went fucking ballistic. Just fucking totally sent his ass into orbit and he fucking kicked the guy out. He evicted his ass. And no, it's not grass. It's worse, which he can't go without for more than a month max. He said if it meant losing me again, he wouldn't do it. Then I checked his hiding place where one of his friends leaves it and yep, I found it. So he says, oh, I won't do it for you and then he does it anyways. You look at his actions. His actions are congruent with who he told you he was, which is, hey, he doesn't see a problem with it. And he also said, hey, I'll stop for you. But he didn't. He lied about it. 
because he was just going to do it anyways. It's the same thing. Date. It's like dating a guy who cheats all the time, cheats on his wife. Oh, I'm going to leave her eventually. Not going to happen. She says, I confronted him and I told him it's over because of his choice. He said, no, it's over because I can't accept it. So he's just blatantly saying, yeah, I know I lied to you, but you know, I knew you weren't going to accept it anyway. So he'll lie to you again. That's, that's the way it is. He's going to do this drug of choice. Now, maybe someday he decides he doesn't want to do it anymore. But at the end of the day, you can't count on that. If this is really that big a deal to you and you really need to think about your teenage daughter. Do you really want her in this kind of environment? Do you really want her to see her mother being weak and dating a guy she really should toss aside? I mean have some self-respect. Think about you. Think about your daughter. Think about the example you're setting. All of his friends who are couples accept it. Why can't I? Because you just simply don't share the same values in that department. I'm afraid we have so much potential. But by not being able to accept his habits and just letting him be himself because he has done it all his life, he ain't going to stop. I'm the one giving up too easily. No, it's just you don't share the same goals and values and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You just have to have peace with your decision. And if I were you, I mean you got two choices. You either accept that he's always going to do this whatever the drug happens to be and he's going to lie about it. Do you really want to be married or be in a relationship with somebody that's a fucking liar? Because if he lies to you about this, what else does he lie about? And if you stay, you're enabling his behavior. You're enabling his dishonesty. You're saying no matter what, you can lie to me and you can deceive me and I'll still put up with it. So you're literally inviting him to continue disrespecting you and the promises he's made to you. That's not going to ever make you feel safe and comfortable in being in a relationship. You're never going to trust this guy because he's violated that trust and God knows how many I mean how many times it's happened. 5 years, it's so your choice is you either accept him the way he is and put up with it or you leave because you don't have the same goals and values and you think about your kid, you think about your daughter and the example that it sets for her. You only got a few more years before she's out of the house and off to college and living her own life so make the most of it make yourself happy and give her something to strive for use the tools that are in my book use the wisdom that you're learning but you got to create a space for the right person as long as this guy is in your life and you put up with it that's what you what you're simply you what you observe you participate in so even if you're not doing the drugs you're still participating in that vibe, in that energy and therefore you're going to continue to attract it into your life and you're creating that vibe for your daughter as well. It's definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and choose whichever coaching option works for you. And I will talk to you soon.